It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You are listening to the next Best Picture podcast, and this is Dan Baer's interview. With the star from Joe Bell, Reed Miller. If you were me, would you rather live in La Grande or New York City? I happen to love La Grande, so... Uh-uh. What does La Grande have? Exactly. Nothing. What does New York City have? It has Broadway and Gaga. Dad. Oh. Lady Gaga. Don't do it. Don't do what? Listen to me when I say you're beautiful and your way, because God makes no mistakes. You're I'm on, on the, the right track, track, baby. I was born this way. Excuse me, I didn't know you knew the words. Don't hide yourself from regret. Just, Just love, love yourself, yourself and you're set. I'm on the right track, baby. I was born this way. All right. We're not doing that again. Hey, Dad, can I talk to you for a minute? I'm getting picked on by these guys at school. Why is that? Because I'm not like them. It's got to be more than that. Why are you like that? Because I'm, I'm different. That's I'm not an answer, Jade. Because no. I'm gay. We won't let nature take its course, all right? It'll work itself out. Joe. What? It's not gonna work itself out. What about therapy? I don't need therapy, they do. Tugging on your shirt. Look at this fag. Trying to hide inside of it. You don't know what it's like. Hide how much it hurts. To muster up the courage to ask for help. Let them live while they can. You gotta get out of this room, Joe. Jaden knew before he died that you loved him and accepted him. That's what matters. I never let him know it was okay. I gotta live with that. I have been to the movies. I've decided to walk across America. I'll talk to anybody who listen about bullying. When I told you to take a walk, I meant around the block, not to New York City. He told us he won't live there someday, remember? Song. You're right there in front of me. God, queens are everywhere now. Can we turn that off? That wasn't even an appetizer of what I have to deal with day in and day out. Well, that's because you were in everybody's face about it. I wonder where I got that one from. There's a lot of things I've learned out here, but nobody but me for company. I still feel Jaden's presence. <laughs> I still got a long road ahead of me. Hi, I am Daniel Bayer from the Next Best Picture podcast, and we're talking with Reed Miller from the new film Joe Bell. Hi, Reed. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm doing fantastic. It's great to be talking to you today. Joe Bell is a really interesting movie, and I think it's a very important movie for a lot of people to see. There is one particular acting choice that I wanted to talk to you about, mm-hmm. and it comes very early in the film, mm-hmm. in probably the first big scene for Jaden Bell, the young man that you're playing, comes out to his father, and you can tell that he's having a great difficulty in doing so, but when it comes time to actually say that 
I'm gay compared to everything else. That's very underplayed moment, kind of mm. almost tossed off. Like he's just, he just wants to get it out as fast as possible. I wanted to just talk about how you came to that decision. Was that something you worked on with the director or the screenwriters or your own instinct? What was the thought process? Yeah. I, you know, I think it was a combination of, of the two. I think it was gut instinct. I think it was what Ray was thinking. I, it was one of those moments where there were a few ways you could have played it right. You know, could have really milked that moment. But for me, what I felt in my gut was Jaden is pretty afraid to say this his dad is not exactly the most accepting. And for me, it was like, I feel like at this point, there's been so much buildup and it's becoming such a problem at school with the bullying that he's just doesn't have a choice. And he just says it. It's like ripping off a bandaid. Um, and, uh, and I feel like it's such an important moment because he says it. And then it's the immediate aftermath that you feel it Mm -hmm. you don't feel it right in that moment and I feel like that was something me and Mark both did and I was really proud of that scene because it was just we were able to really like be in that moment and more importantly just feel that moment um, of disconnect between two people two people who love each other who doesn't want to understand it who thinks it's safer and better for the whole family to not acknowledge it and then you have Jaden on the other end who all he wants is to be heard and more importantly accepted by his dad, who he, who he loves very much, even if they have kind of a tumultuous relationship. So I think that scene is very, very, um, very interesting, but also very important. And yeah. And it's a very interesting scene because too, Joe does not react how you might expect him to on either side of the equation. He doesn't have an immediate negative reaction, but Mm -hmm. his reaction is also still one of, negativity in that well okay fine whatever just yeah still hide it <laughs> like 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 almost like sweeping it under the rug yeah 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 and that that scene so it's really interesting dynamic between the two characters that we see carry carry out throughout the rest of the film um how did you build that rapport with mark Wahlberg? yeah no it's funny because we you know, we didn't really have to build anything. I mean, it was just kind of like an instant thing of like, you know, after our first meeting, he was walking me out of his house and he's like, you know, I want you to know that when I talk to you, it's like, I'm talking to my son. I'm talking to one of my sons. And I felt that same way about him, not my son, but like my dad, you know what I mean? Like, like I was talking to, to, to my dad and it, it's like, you know, that instant sort of rapport and that instant chemistry between, between the two of us and that relationship I think was so important and the fact that it was so instant and seamless and and completely effortless is what probably convinced the producers that I was the guy to play Jaden because that relationship is just so important to the whole film it's the crux of the whole thing. Speaking of, you know, your you convincing the producers to cast you, was this a part that when you read the script you were like yes immediately I have to do this or was it something that you really had to think about and um pontificate on for a bit before agreeing honestly it was pretty immediate i mean for me like once i finished the script i was like i have to i have to do this movie like i, I gotta tell the story and of course at the time it's like you know you don't really have any control you know all you can do is read it yeah i want to do it but you got to be able to convince them that you're the guy so it was like it was a pretty grueling audition process so finally when it happened it was just such a relief but then it was also like that relief was short-lived because like okay 
time to go to work, time to do exactly what you, you promised you would do, which is, which is tell his story the right way. Mm-hmm. And, and it's an interesting part too, because you are playing both the real life Jaden and slight spoilers for anyone listening who hasn't seen the movie yet. Also um, this version of Jaden that sort of exists in his father's head as he's going on this walk. Where did you find the differences between those two versions of Jaden? You know, I think the difference for me at least was the version in, in Mark's mind what it is kind of like a dual thing where in some scenes it's like a perfect father-son relationship right it's like they have the best chemistry they have the best relationship but then there are other moments where he Jaden makes that quick shift of you're not getting it you are still not getting it and that's because it's a combination of you know it's almost like that is Joe himself Mm-hmm. telling himself that he's still not getting it so it's all it was almost like playing three characters it was like Jaden the real Jaden who I was portraying the kind of happier dreamlike Jaden on some in some of those scenes and then that version of Jaden that's kind of a bit like his father that that more aggressive like you are still not getting it and that side of Jaden is very few and far between. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. you see that part of him a little bit um, at the diner. See that part, part of him a little bit when they're walking uh, on the road. And, and I'm asking, you know, what do you think? Like, what is being a man to you? And it was also kind of difficult because the dialogue is very, in those scenes, very aggressive and very confrontational when Jaden was not very confrontational. So it was finding that balance of how do I have that element of Joe in there while also still being Jaden. I'm still playing Jaden, regardless of if this is in his mind or not, it is still him. So it's just finding that balance. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No You've watched them in unforgettable adventures, love affairs, and tragedies. Now it's time to hear their own remarkable stories. From the makers of Death of a Rockstar and Death of a Sports Star, this is Death Ready. of a Film Star. And Starring Heath Ledger, Marilyn Monroe, Chadwick Boseman, Robin Williams, Carrie Fisher, and Bruce Lee. Search for Death of a Film Star in your podcast app. You've seen them tell stories. Now it's time to tell theirs. Yeah, and it, it comes across really, really well, I think. So awesome. congratulations. Thank you. On, Thank you so much. That job. <laughs> Thank you. I um, appreciate that. Of course. The other scene that I was really interested to talk to you about was the um the beatdown scene in the school shower. Oh yeah, the bat uh, the shower scene. Yeah, it's very, very intense. 
and scary to watch. Um, it's very visceral. And I was wondering what it was like for you shooting that scene. Um, you know, the boy, the other cast members are not really in very much other scenes in the film. Did, mm-hmm. So did you like, did you build a relationship with them before to sort of create a kind of intimacy and feel safe or was that? Oh, no. No? <laughs> oh, no. I, it was... You know, they all had their their own process as well. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I'm very much the guy who wants to get to know everyone and build those relationships. And, you know, uh, Bl- Blaine, who's a wonderful actor, he, because of their, you know, um, because of that, you know, sort of antagonistic relationship, he didn't speak to me. Like, we spoke maybe, maybe twice. And then like a week before filming, it was complete silence on his end. And that, and I, I mean, I get why. Um, and the funny thing about that scene is that's one of the first scenes we shot. We shot that on day one in the morning. Oh God. And uh, yeah, no, same reaction. And we had a court, we had a stunt guy, but none of it was choreographed. So we got there and it was like, and go for it. And I was like, and i'm getting attacked you know what i mean it was um so it was really it's visceral because it's real it's it's that scene is there's a lot of scenes in this movie that are just real it's that's what you're seeing it's it's you know we didn't take an hour beforehand to choreograph anything like you're going to pick them up like this you're going to hit them like this it was just and i was hitting them as they were hitting like the moment i got like a first hit that part of me was like, all right. And then I just immediately like went for it. Cause then it was just a fight in a bathroom. That's all we were doing. <laughs> and we got it like three <laughs> or four times. And it was like, then we were done. And there I am with oh like gosh. my nose bleeding. And like, I was going to say, did you have any injuries? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I, you know, I, I, there's, I don't know if it made it into the final cut. I haven't seen it, but um, in that scene, um, they hold on me and they leave and I'm just in the, in the bathroom with the shower coming down on me and I just start punching the ground like just out of instinct I don't really know what kind of came out of me but this primal like punch the ground punch the ground punch the ground punch the ground and I hurt my wrist doing that um and it was just but it was just such a weird like such an odd experience but it really like kind of set me up for the rest of the movie it was like this is what we're doing and this is going to be really real and visceral and you just got to be ready to go with the flow. Yeah, it's a real welcome to the world of Jaden yep. moment. <laughs> yep, and it's shot really well. It's super intimate and super in your face. And and I feel like, you know, the cinematographer was so wonderful. And and me and him were always kind of in this kind of ba- like ballet of sorts, this this dance of me and him working in tandem. And, and I think it paid off. Yeah. Like I said, it's one of my favorite scenes in the film. It's It's really really well done well i'm glad um, thank you what you said that was the first day of mm-hmm. shooting which mm-hmm. like how do you ever follow that up i know <laughs> what, like where do you what, go from there like <laughs> um what, what was the your best versus worst day on the shoot i think the worst day well i think the best and worst day were the same day uh-huh. uh because you've seen the film right mm-hmm so not to get into spoilers, but because you know the scene, I, you'll know what I'm talking about. The scene where I, the phone scene. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. So that was the best and worst day for me. It was the best day because I was super proud of my performance, but it was the worst day because I had to go to such a place mm-hmm. that I think I've been avoiding in my life for a long time. 
So it was me very much unearthing a lot of things that I was going through in that moment and genuinely just being vulnerable and like telling a bunch of crew members, I didn't know something that was happening with me, but you know what I mean? It was just such a very rewarding, but also extremely, it took a long time to heal after that scene. I can imagine. And which actually leads me to the next question I was going to ask is what was your connection point to Jaden? How did you, or what did you connect with most in that character from your own life? That feeling of isolation, Mm. of loneliness, because I get it. I get what it's like to have a lot of friends and have no friends at all. Mm. Um, And obviously I'm in a much better place in my life and I have tons of people that care about me and I'm just doing great. But at the time, this was what, two years ago, almost, I was in a very different place in my life. Um, And I, Really, that whole movie was just therapy. That whole movie was just me being forced to face all of my issues head on. Wow. In front of people I didn't know. <laughs> which <laughs> was kind of the best way, I think. Okay. Wow. So you shot this, you said about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, then the world shuts down. Yep. The film premieres at the Toronto International Film Festival. And mm-hmm. you're not thinking back, I don't think you were able to actually be mm-hmm. there for, yeah. for that. And now almost another whole year later, it's finally coming out. Um, and I know that, you know, in this business, there's a lot of that, you know, like you shoot something and then don't really see hide nor hair of it and for mm-hmm. however long until it comes out. But this specific process, um, walk me through that because this has been a particularly long and interesting process for this film after you're finished. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, you find the movie on set, but then it's a whole other thing to find it in the edit. You know, mm-hmm. it's a whole other journey to find the movie in, especially with how we shot it. So it was like, you know, that process of like them going through a lot of editors, trying to figure out who's the best pick for this, who's going to get what we're trying to do. And it's like, you know, we had one edit that was super long, one edit that was way too short, one edit that was Mm. made no sense. I mean, it's like, that's just the whole process. Right. And it's like, I remember, you know, Ray brought me in to, to watch a super early edit. And I, and I sat there and I, I remember I, he was like, what do you think? I was like, I didn't like it. He's like, that this doesn't mm-hmm. feel like the movie we were trying to make at all. And he, um, you know, he looked at me and he was like, good, I feel the same way. He was like, right answer. <laughs> and then they re-edited it. And now here we are. I mean, it's just, you know, it's mm-hmm. such a crazy experience. And it was so cool to feel like a collaborator every step of the way. You know, like mm-hmm. my input was just as important as Mark's, it felt. Well, at least I made it feel that, that way. <laughs> uh, but um but no, it was just such a great experience, great collaborators. And, you know, I'm just so proud of this film. Yeah, well, you should be. Like I said, there's a lot of issues that the movie is dealing with and a lot of different potential audiences I think it's speaking to. What is the big thing that you hope people take away from it? You know, I, I really hope people just get an open mind. You know, I think there are a lot of people who have hard hearts and are very closed off to new ideas, especially if they're raised a certain way. And I really hope this movie touches those people in particular and softens their hearts and shows them that love is something that doesn't and shouldn't be put into a box. 
people should love and feel free to love whoever they want. And we need to accept everyone for who they are and who they want to be. And I hope that those people, you know, start to realize that. Fantastic. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Last question. And this is more of a fun one. Favorite Lady Gaga song. Favorite Lady Gaga song. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, I got to think. Can I, can I get some help? <laughs> I'm going to get some help, mom. My mom and my I mean, if you want here. to say Born This Way, which is clearly Jaden's favorite, uh, that's yeah, fine. I would say but... <laughs> Born This Way, but I know there's other songs that I like. What, what, what are some Lady Gaga songs me and you used to listen to? Oh, Bad Romance. Bad Romance. I love Bad Romance. I actually still listen to that one. I just forgot what it was called. <laughs> it's a banger. That, that, that one's a banger. I like that one. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much for speaking with us today, Reed. We're really looking forward to the movie getting out there for everyone to see finally. And um, and for what's next for you? What What is you. next for you? I can't say, no. but there is something in the works right now that's very exciting. So it'll be, and it'll be very different. So I think people are really gonna find it fun to see me do something so different. Great. Well, congratulations and thank you. Best of luck. Break a leg. And thank you so much. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Hopefully, we'll talk again soon. Here's hoping. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Dan Bear's interview with Reed Miller for Joe Bell here on the Next Best Picture podcast. Joe Bell will be released theatrically on July 23rd by Roadside Attractions. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you will get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time. something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details